Welcome to the Props Public Safety Podcast, where experienced firefighters discuss drone operations in public safety. Take flight, save lives, save service members. Hello, pilots, and welcome to another episode of Props Public Safety Podcast. I'm John Wakey. And I'm Mike Wall. Today's topic, we're going to discuss when is too much information damaging to UAS pilots. And uh, we'll explain what that means um, because it's not really a major issue, but no, it's, it's no. more of a cause of concern. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a twofold with this topic. This is this is this is going to be this isn't going to be a, all that long discussion, but it no. just needs to be addressed. And it's it's talking about too much information. More importantly, why manned aviation pilots might need to tailor their teaching skills to UAS pilots and why UAS pilots should consider just teaching UAS pilots. I I think that's a a great idea. So we were in a Zoom meeting with some very talented, you know, pilots on the UAS side and manned aviation side. These guys are on top of of the game. Absolutely on top of the game. Um, We're not even gonna mention names because they are names that you would recognize. Um, And the topic was NOTAMs, filing NOTAMs. And they were going through all these different ways that they filed NOTAMs. And a lot of these systems that they were using were for manned aviation. Um, Very slow, very antiquated ways of doing it, Uh, whether it was the phone call or the the pulling up the airspace and filing a whole flight plan and all this other stuff. Well, that would work for normal UAS operations. For public safety, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, we don't have the luxury of pre-planning our incidents. So we were talking to them about some of these apps that we would use to file NOTAMs on the fly. And they were like dumbfounded. They were like, really? Like this this exists almost. Yeah. And we were like, yeah. well, this is so, you know the way that we've been doing it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. There was a discussion on how to file NOTAMs with, with the airport. Uh, you know, there was even a brief overview on on METARs and TAFs and things like that, and and I, you know, I was kind of scratching my head, like this is this is obviously relative information to to aviation, right? But but I don't see how relative it is for 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 UAS flight, and that's kind of where when everything was done, you know, we got we got off the off the meeting, and uh, John contacted me. We started discussing it and we we're like, yeah, sometimes too much information is just as damaging as not enough. Absolutely. And, so and and that it you should change the, you know, the tactics. And and I'm not discounting manned aviation because they're no, I mean absolutely not. The existence of UAS is directly is based directly on directly based on, on I mean, on you have aviation. some of the things that we get out of that is ADM, career resource management, yeah. or just a massive yeah. knowledge base all in general. Uh, just absolutely. I mean, you have that mentality of pretty much fly or die. It's it's, it's <laughs> you either yeah. you either do it right the first time or you have the catastrophic failure. And absolutely catastrophic failure in manned aviation. I think I mean don't quote me on it. I think it's a little bit more catastrophic. It depends where you fly in the UAS. Than, than, uh, than, than <laughs> but, um, uh, manned aviation. Than absolutely. UAS operation. Absolutely. So, but um and then you're operating proven tactics too, which is absolutely, especially like emergency procedures and stuff like that. Like a lot of that I was systematic checklists trickle down directly yeah. from manned aviation. Mm-hmm. A lot of what we do is manned aviation. But then the, you just mentioned before, like METARs and TEFs. Well, that's fantastic to get, you know, weather at one location from one reporting station. But 
I mean, realistically, we're not we're not I, leaving the location that I we're know, operating no, in. No, no, no. You know, it's not like we're going from here and then we're going to be over here, you know, no. 20, 30, 40, 100 miles away when we land. So we don't really you, need you, a general overview of the weather. We could basically look up and say, all right, well, this is what I got. I mean, you might need to like research like dew point spread and stuff but like you, that. But you're dealing with a very finite uh, geographic footprint of, of weather conditions. Which and is available via apps uh, in micro weather, yeah. which is extremely important. And being able to teach like, you know, how to look up weather for when that app doesn't so, work or whatever is fantastic. It, absolutely. Like you, we look at that, the, taking your part 107. You know, I, I love how the... Part 107 is structured where you need a general overview of, of everything. You need to know how manned aviation operates, how you stay up in the air, how weather conditions affect your flight. You need to know all of that. And then once that's done, now you, now you kind of fine tune everything and you bring it into focus for UAS operations. Correct. So that, how that part 107 works where they give you that broad overview of everything. I, I love that idea, but now we're focused on on flight for UAS. So, uh, so how do, what do we do? Well, we need to consolidate that. And absolutely. And when we, when you had mentioned, you know, that there's, there's apps out there that to, to do all that. And I like looking at the, the commercial aspect of it because obviously, you know, these businesses are out to make money. Oh, right? absolutely. So what are they going to do? They're going to pull their resources to see what works and what is, I don't want to say the minimum requirement, but what is the amount of information needed to safely operate or safely file a notum and effectively file, file that notum? And when you look at that, you see that, I mean, there aren't sectional charts. No, no. I mean, you're not put out. It's not put out on a table and you're, you're, not, you're not doing any of that. No. So they consolidated everything to make it fit a very tight structure that, that works for UAS operations. And when you're teaching UAS, or discussing UAS, you need to fine tune that to that operation. You can't think in that grand scope of, of manned aviation. Yeah, I mean, when you think of manned aviation, you just think about the capability to fly, literally hop in your aircraft fly and anywhere. fly anywhere. Mm -hmm. Where UAS, you don't have that luxury. I mean, put your batteries in and go in a straight line. Tell me how far you get. <laughs> I mean, before yep. it's either A yep. starts coming back or B, you can't find it anymore. But even with that, you're probably not going to reach more. And I'm saying like full blown, you're not going to reach more than 10 miles away. No. Um, so a lot of the systems that they have in place for manned aviation, when you're trying to teach that as to UAS pilots, isn't applicable. Um, where we're focused more on the micro scale of things and where pilots are kind of looking at or used to looking at what's the weather overall on my journey. Um, and that doesn't translate well with a UAS operation, no, especially if you're teaching how to like do like, you know, weather and stuff like that. It's just, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and it's, and if it does, if you do get it to kind of work, it's not going to be very effective. No, no. The weather um, conditions a hundred miles, you know, 50 or a hundred miles away from where I'm operating. The only thing that means is the potential for that weather condition to come into where I am flying at that moment within a certain time frame. Absolutely. And, I mean, that, that, that's it. I mean, it's, it's important not, to know the weather around but, you. Absolutely. But, but it's you're not, not passing through multiple you know, weather conditions when you fly. Yeah. Weather conditions are coming into you. you. Correct. So, and that needs to be taken into account. Absolutely. Well, in general, it needs to be taken into account that we need to consolidate how, how yes. knowledge and, and 
And I think I think a lot of the what they discussed too was um, application based on the computer. So a lot of it was computer based, and we don't have the luxury most of the time, um, especially you know UAS pilots that are on the go, like public safety, emergency management, et cetera, et cetera, of having a, a computer where they can pre-plan their flight plan and then just run with it. Um, everything's literally on the fly via sure. application and or phone calls. Yeah. You know, so all right, what's my lat long? Then let me make a phone call. That's the only information I need. I need a lot along how high I'm going to be and approximately maybe how long I'm going to be there, depending on what the situation is, how important it is. And the radius. Oh, uh, the radius yeah. as well. Yes. So, yeah. But you, you, you look at that and it's, um, yeah, you don't, you don't, it's just, again, it falls under just way too exactly. much information. And, you know, our flight plans, like you said, you could sit down and you could spend half a day filling out, a, filling out your, your flight plans for manned aviation. We do it as well. It's just it's done 15 minutes before our flight or five minutes before our flight because yeah. we're in route. Yeah, or sometimes even less than that. Yeah. Sometimes it's like 30 seconds. Like yeah. we're waiting on, you know, the notum to go through as the, the pilot's sitting there like, come on, <laughs> come on. Like, uh, absolutely. You know? a- absolutely. I know that's happened to me a couple of times where they've been sitting on the landing pad. We're waiting for an SGI request. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, well, they'll get back to me, I promise. But you, you can sit there and <laughs> yeah. watch the blinky blinkies until then. So so if you're teaching, if you're flying, or if you're just learning, focus on that. Focus on, on, on simplifying, cons- on simplifying your, operation. your operation. Keeping it safe, but keeping it simple to work in, in, in your... Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's good to know the back systems and that there's other ways to do things. Yeah. Um, but it's the same thing as, you know, like you discussed METARs and TAFs and weights and measurements. That's all removed from the Part 107 recurrency exam because <laughs> yeah. it's, I don't want to say it's not valid or applicable to UAS operations, but it's really not valid or applicable to UAS operations. Uh, most of our aircraft, UAS, I mean, if we're putting sensors or anything on it, like we're pretty well aware of where these things need to go centrally located and stuff like that. Um, however, with fixed wing, it might be a little bit different, but METARs and TAFs, you don't need anymore. So yeah. keeping it simple and just having yes. that, that right. path, but also having those backup systems too, I guess works. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Keep it simple and stupid. No, no, not and stupid. Oh, huh. no, you just, you just messed. I just messed it, up kiss. It's I know. It, it's keep it simple, stupid. Okay. It's not K-I-S-A-S. It's K-I-S-S. So maybe we should make a kiss ass instead. <laughs> I think that works. That's, no, that's a different. That's, that's a different podcast. Yeah, a different one. All, yeah. all together. Yeah, different one. So, yeah. So uh, keep it simple, right? And it's we're not, simple. again, we're not, we're not saying that manned aviation shouldn't teach, but manned aviation should, yeah. should reevaluate how they teach to fit the structure of UAS. Absolutely. Tell the tactics yep. a little bit and make it one direction. All right, keep it simple and stupid. I'm John Wakey. (laughs) I'm Mike Wall. See you next time. Thanks for joining us at the Props Public Safety Podcast. If you want to take flight with our hosts and learn more about our public safety education program, go to propsflightschool.com and click the public safety button.